Let's make it uncomfortable. Hello and welcome to the Pro Football Jokes Podcast. Oh man, it is great through six weeks of football and we have a great show for you lined up. We're going to be talking about some great wide receivers, of course the chopping block, some great games and I'm excited to get into it. But before we do that, got to introduce the crew and of course the freaking beast himself. Alex is with us. Alex, how you doing? Oh, I'm excited. Some uh, new QBs in the mix now and i'm excited to watch some football oh man that's always great and now we have a a pepsi lover himself how are you screw i'm I'm doing pretty well you know just topped the uh our fantasy uh league so that feels pretty great feels pretty bad for everybody outside (laughs) 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 i i I am impressed i have i have uh, struggled in fantasy this year i've also struggled in the pick them a little bit uh, it's been a challenging year to get a read on how it's all going, but uh, that's part of the fun. I like when you don't know what's going to happen week to week. Have you guys been surprised with the yeah, season so far, yeah. just in general, not being able to get a feel for it? I think it's always tough to figure out teams at the beginning of the season. They tend to change around, but I haven't been any more surprised this year than in other years. Yeah, I feel like some of the – Worser teams have definitely gotten better from last year, which is nice to see, like the Browns and the Bears and some other teams have. Yeah, seems to be a little bit more parity league, so, which is always nice. Uh, but speaking of that, there have been a few uh, people that have uh, struggled. I know you want to talk about the uh, whole uh, Amari Cooper situation, Alex, so uh, take us away with that. Yeah, so um, the Raiders are apparently shopping Amari Cooper, and they want a first-round pick for him. Um, so I came up with a little game. Um, what w- would you give this up for Amari Cooper? <laughs> a first round pick. Uh, no. Uh, any, any arguments there? Um, I don't think he's good enough to warrant a first round pick. But it- yeah, well, he he was a he was a first round pick, um, but he's near the end of his rookie deal, and he's been struggling. If, so if this was like after his first season, I'd be a little more inclined. But uh, his uh, more recent years have not been too encouraging. Yeah, what's been right, happening with the Raiders well, the most part? Why aren't they doing what, so hot? Right, Drew, we're in the middle of my game. All right, if all right. You're done. sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, all right. Would you, what about a second round pick? No, those are too valuable. Okay. What about what about another player, like an upcoming player, like uh, how about Kenny Galladay? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm pretty thrilled with Kenny Galladay. Yeah, he's a nice little player for the line. All right, what about like a lower tier receiver, like uh, Albert Wilson? He's been playing kind of well. He's the guy that has all those yards after the catch, right? Yeah, he's claimed to be the best yak receiver in the league, which uh, I I, dis- I disagree with that. But I like the him. fact that he catches the ball and then runs with the ball, so I'm going to hang on to him. All right, um, what about um, half a plate of cheesy fries that you found at a bar? Not a chance. Not a chance. Just way too, way too. Valuable. Half yeah. a plate? No, not a chance. Yeah, I mean they're half eaten. I mean you still got half left there. I mean who who knows how long they've been sitting out there, but yeah, you got got to keep those. Um, all right, I'll give you one more. Uh, how about read the unpaid intern? Oof, oof, oh man, oh shoot, dang! Oh, this is it. Is it, am I going for the upside? I got to pay. I I well, I don't have to pay Reed, which is nice. I can keep saying that's going to come, but I know I'd have to pay Amari Cooper at some point. That's unfortunate. 
Oh man! Oh gosh! Uh, screw you, Evan. Would, would would should we keep the intern or should we uh, bring Amari Cooper into the squad? I mean, he didn't join us today, so let's just pick Amari Cooper. We we'll, at least we'll know so you, we'll know Amari Cooper shows up. Good, because I already made the trade, <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's why. Uh, oh, excellent! Um, and I'm about about to dial in Amari Cooper. Fantastic! Um, so, oh, sorry. Uh, my call uh, has been. Uh, <laughs> 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 right. Yeah, it is. It is troublesome. I mean, clearly the Raiders are trying to get whatever they can to kind of fix up their holes, but they got rid of their best player, which was strange. But they did get a decent amount for him. But Mari Cooper, they're just not going to get. They just got to have better expectations. They're definitely not getting a first round pick or really any pick of quality, but. They can't. They can't pay that guy. Like they're paying. Like Sammy Watkins got a ton of money, but at least he's on an explosive offense. Uh, I just don't see Amari Cooper. He he he's got all the talent, but it's just not there week to week at all. Yeah, I do wonder if he's going to get paid like Sammy Watkins did, just by a team who you know wants him maybe not as a number one receiver, but just wants another explosive weapon and will take a chance on the talent. Yeah, I mean, I hope for the teams out there, uh, like, unless you can find a way to motivate him or something to get him going, but I just I just don't see that happening. Like, again, I was a big fan of him coming to the league. Everybody's saying how pretty he was. He made he made some noise on fantasy, helped the Raiders a bunch. And here and there, I make a reminder of why he was a big-time player at Emma and a first-round pick. But overall, I just uh, there are so many explosive and talented players in the league that I mean, he's just not talked about in that category almost ever. Yeah, um, well, that kind of brings up my next uh, our, our next uh, topic here. Yeah, let's dive into it. Let's talk about the league's wide receivers. There are a lot of good ones out there. Yeah, so I made uh, my own little rankings of the top fifty receivers in the league. Uh, I may have forgotten some people, but uh, you know, the, once I got to like the last tier, I was like, all right, I'm just throwing in some names here. But all right, here top tier. Called even Jalen Ramsey. Talk. Wow, that's zero. Um, no receivers made it in that category. Uh, that's not true. He was playing against Odell Beckham. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't say anything about him. He was like, oh, he's a good player." That was just, that was just the owner that talks smack about Odell Beckham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, number one, Antonio Brown. Number two, Julio Jones. Number three, Odell Beckham. Number four, DeAndre Hopkins. Number five, Michael Thomas. And number six, Adam Thielen. Wow, Un- undrafted, I'm feeling crushing it. Um, can you go over the top three then again? A.B., Julio, Odell. Yeah, it's it's tough to argue with any of those. Julio's only knock is the fact that he doesn't get in the end zone uh, in the yeah. past 11 games. But his yards and the things that he does for that Atlanta offense is tough to argue about, um, about his skill set there. And then I'm glad you put up Thomas. Up there, I feel like he's just not talked about enough. I mean, the Saints team has so many weapons and everything, but he's a real top tier receiver and just crushing. I'm glad he's continuing uh, strong this year. Yeah, uh, and I definitely uh, had to include Adam Thielen. Like he was, he's just been killing. I'd said before he was the most complete receiver in the league. Uh, Reggie Bush tried to copy my overreaction, but (laughs) um, 
Because you had to. Uh, the content. Six, yeah, exactly. Six straight games, 100 yards receiving. I mean, he's just a beast. He finds ways to get open for those 15, 20 yard passes. Uh, and just, he make, I mean, he makes plays. It looks out there. It's helpful that he's got Stephon Diggs helping him out, but definitely Thielen is the number one go to there. And him and Kirk are continuing uh, where Case Keenum and him left off last year. So glad to see that it, it wasn't any sort of fluky thing. He's gotten better every year, and he's just. He's just a beast. It's kind of crazy that people didn't recognize him coming to the league at all. Yeah, it is, it is pretty crazy. I mean, that's a really nice receiving duo out there. And uh, Stefan Diggs is actually in my next tier uh, called hmm. They Can Take Over a Game. Um, so it's A.J. Green, Tyreek Tyre Kill, Stefan Diggs, Mike Evans, hmm. and Keenan Allen. Um, and I did consider putting AJ Green I want I kind of wanted to put him top tier but uh, by definition I couldn't because yeah. <laughs> he's he been talked <laughs> yeah uh, by definition yeah he doesn't fit that definition because they've had some difficulties but AJ Green has been having a dynamite year uh, it's interesting for me I didn't even think about Tyreek Hill I, that's almost tough not to put him in the first one with just how truly explosive and game changing I mean three touchdowns against uh, the Patriots I, I mean he I think can do <clears throat> excuse me, do more than take over a game. But uh, what did you think about that list there, uh, Screw? Um, I thought it was pretty solid. Um, what I'm curious what tier you had uh, Robert Woods in or Brandon Cooks. Um, I had Brandon Cooks in the next tier. I had Robert Woods down quite a bit further. Okay. I do like Robert Woods. Um, uh, I, I'm with about the Tyree kill point. Uh, again, he couldn't fall in the top here uh, by definition True. um but uh i do think uh, he's one of the most explosive players in the nfl and is super dangerous but he also i don't know if he's as complete as some of those top tier receivers or he just he had the consistency week to week uh i mean tyree kill i think strikes fear into people the same amount as uh, all those other top tier receivers do I agree. I, I think he strikes fear into people. I just don't know the, the, the consistency. I don't know that it's quite as high. Agree to disagree, my friend. I think Tyreek Hill is dying. Uh, Tyreek Hill, if you're listening, which we know most uh, professional players do listen to this podcast, you know, he has a little motivation. Prove Alex wrong. Just uh, Switch the schedule. Go play the Redskins and just take him out again. Be great. All right. Well, I want to move on to my next tier uh, called Borderline mm-hmm. number ones. Um, so I'm Josh Gordon. Devontae Adams, Alshon Jeffrey, T.Y. Hilton, Golden Tate, Allen Robinson, Brandon Cooks, and Doug Baldwin. I like Golden Tate more than you do. I'm high on him as a, a receiver. He's proved himself to me as a number one. Uh, I, I thought I had him pretty high as 16. Uh, I mean, that's pretty good. I'm just thinking names of uh, the, the tier name, perhaps. I, I uh, he, He's been a dynamite our offense has not slowed down after calvin johnson in the way that a lot of people expected it to he's made a lot of big plays but anyways that's a little bias coming out of me um another one that i found interesting on that list josh gordon he's already impressed you so much in these few games that you'll throw him as your number one receiver well the tier is called borderline okay one, fine borderline so. borderline number one yeah i mean he's uh I mean, he's clearly talented enough to make it into one of those top two tiers, but uh, just the question is kind of moving down into this tier. I'd still 
willing to take a chance on the talent. Yeah, uh, it's tough for me to go full on in on a guy who's going to play four games every three years. But uh, if that's your borderline <laughs> receiver that you want him on the field once once a year, that's cool. Uh, uh, I agree with his talent level is is, is phenomenal, though. Um, he's just got to be there. And I'm excited that Tom Brady has the trust with him already and will give him a chance if, if Josh Gordon is able to actually um, – and by the support and the people there, pull himself together a little bit and be focused. I think he truly can be dominant and go well beyond this. But it's tough for me to already put him as a number one receiver or borderline as a number one receiver right now. What What do you think of the Brandon Cooks there, there, Drew? Do you think that was? Uh, I think that's fair. I mean, I'm. They're both uh, Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks, both pretty good. But Brandon Cooks, uh, yeah, I like him there. So, what was that? What, what number was the last one? What, what was he was the, he was 18th. Um, okay. So I mean he's I mean he's been a thousand yard receiver for two different teams. Probably going to hit a third team now. Yeah. Um, and I, I think he's a good receiver, but I mean the teams also all both traded him away. I I don't think he's I think he's a little bit more one dimensional than some of the yeah. other guys. Um, he's a big play guy. He's uh, pretty dynamite to have on your team. Like the Patriots. Missed that element for sure, not having him and stretching the field the way that he does. But I'm I'm with you. He's not uh, complete enough to be put up higher than he is. I think he's pretty fair ranking. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, and then the Doug Baldwin thing, I'm not really sure about. We, we just the injury that. thing. I mean, he is he is good. He's been a number one for them, but based on just this year. Yeah, that's a that's a tough place to put him when he's been been injured and. Um, but yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, all right, my next tier is called Young Studs. Uh, and I got at 20, Juju Smith-Schuster, Will Fuller, Kenny Galladay, Calvin Ridley. Uh, I mean, yeah, those are all young studs. I'm, I'm interested to hear some more receiver names afterwards to think it, that none are better than those guys. But uh, I really like Will Fuller, dynamite touchdown pass catcher. His injuries is a little tough, but I – and I'm, I'm big on uh, – Kenny Galladay, I think he's going to be a, just an absolute stud for this Lions team for the next 10 years. Yeah. All right. Um, the next next tier is called uh, Purgatory, um, and it includes Emmanuel Sanders, Amari Cooper, and Sammy Watkins. Interesting, interesting. Does that just mean you're in Purgatory as a team if you have those guys that are just paid too much to get better receivers, but you kind of <laughs> have to throw on the ball? Well, yeah, the, the, the purgatory is basically that I, these guys, I mean, Amari Cooper and Sammy Watkins are pretty much the same. Um, Manuel Sanders is kind of a completely different boat, so I couldn't really figure out a name. I mean, I think Amari Cooper and Sammy Watkins' purgatory is probably a good place for them because they're, like, both extremely talented, both can be very explosive, but the consistency is just not there for either one of them. They haven't quite lived up to what they've been. And yeah. Manuel Sanders had a little bit of resurgence mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there are probably receivers that you're going to list after that I would rather have on my team than Amari and uh, Sammy Watkins. So I don't necessarily know if I'd have him as my like 24th best receiver. All right. Well, um, after that, I have up-and-comers. Uh, Chris Godwin, Corey Davis, Robbie Anderson, Tyler Boyd, John Brown. Okay. Um, Boyd has been dynamite this year. Uh, like he's made way more noise than I believe Cooper has, uh, and and uh, same with uh, um, Godwin is just he's he's fun to watch. I enjoy watching him. Yeah, he is. Like it's, you, you want to root for him. I, I mean, I my team played his team and I was still rooting for him. 
Yeah, but yeah, I did. I did think about moving Amari Cooper and Sammy Watkins uh, behind this tier. Um, it's it's kind of it's kind of tough to compare the young guys who are up and coming versus some of the guys that have had purgatory. The, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, even on the name, you'd rather have the up-and-comer with that potential rather than somebody stuck, especially with how much money like Sammy Watkins makes and Amari Cooper is potentially going to make. Yeah, but it's not just who you'd rather have. It's just who's better. That's fair. That's true. That's true. And you kind of take salaries out of that. Yeah. I'm not not fighting you too hard. I mean, I'm waiting for my boy Marvin Jones to come in here, apparently. He's in this next tier called Fading Vets. Fading Vets. Oh, garbage name. Marvin Jones scored three touchdowns this week. <laughs> well, you got Demarius Thomas, Larry Fitzgerald, Marvin Jones, Jarvis Landry, and Deshaun Jackson. I think Marvin Jones Jr. is the best out of that group. Who in that group is better than him? Well, I put Demarius Thomas and Larry Fitzgerald ahead of him. Well, Larry Fitzgerald is hard to, again, another one that's just hard to determine. He got hurt early this year and he's been kind of playing with injuries. So I don't really know if he's just done or if he's going to going to research Larry, Larry Fitzgerald and Frank Gore are going to be playing to the mid 2030 so don't worry about that <laughs> and Demarius Thomas I think I, I still see he's still a big body receiver who can make some plays he has the drops I mean I, I think he and Marvin Jones are pretty comparable right now I think Marvin Jones gives you a little more explosion though like, again you get the big body Demarius has always had that as a, as a tool but Marvin Jones still moves really well on the outside. He, I mean, he he's one of the reasons why Golly has been able to do as many things as he has, is they just kind of open it up for each other. I think people are still worried about Jones kind of taking the top off and making some pretty big plays. True. Um, yeah, I, I also thought I might have been a little harsh on Jarvis Landry having him down this far. He hasn't done much in the past couple of games. but It's, it's been weird having hard. him on the Browns, but he started off this year being the only thing working in their passing game. Yep. Um, but I, uh, I found it hard to put him ahead of any of the other guys. Yeah, that's true. And Deshaun Jackson had a really nice start to the year, but I still don't. He could have he made a play there for the Bucks to win a game, and he didn't. So, Not yeah, really a receiving play, but... <laughs> <laughs> Scooping the ball off the ground, I mean, it was a, it was a little hard to handle. Uh, that's why he's paid the millions. So, so <laughs> do the other guys, though. Uh, yeah. All right, and then my last tier is just called The Other Guys. The Other Guys. It's uh, Sterling Shepard, Devin Funches, Robert Woods, Dee Westbrook, Cooper Cup, Mohamed Sanu, Michael Crabtree, Nelson Aguilar, Julian Edelman, Mike Williams, Jordy Nelson, Keelan Cole, Paul Richardson, and Kenny Stills. Yeah, um, yeah, I feel like those are, it's pretty aptly named for those guys. Like You're, you're not bummed yeah. to have them on your team. But they're just kind of the other names you hear a few times a game as they get their two to four catches here and there and have a nice little little space. It's the it's the names that you're staring at on your fantasy where you're like, I need to start one of these guys who's going to actually catch six balls this week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think there were there were some other names I could have included in that tier as well, but I, I wanted to stop at fifty just. Uh... Because it's hard to rank all of those guys, to be honest. Like, yeah, because that just comes game to game, and obviously they're they're skilled, but yeah, there's just no no real consistency, no real star power, per te- perhaps. Uh, yeah. With those guys, I'm I'm trying to think of any other names off the top of my head that we may have not really hit on uh, with this list, or I mean, 
almost put Albert Wilson there. That's yeah, true. He's doing some things. I still like. I mean, I freaking love Golden Tate after the catch. That guy is just freaking so, dynamite. Uh, yeah, didn't, didn't name Cole Beasley or Cole Beasley just had a really good game. It's tough not to put him. Uh, Cowboys were the only team I think, but I didn't have a receiver on that list. I mean, it's not like yeah. Uh, Cole Beasley did have a game, but yeah, it's tough to really want to pick him over a lot of other guys. <laughs> Yeah, the Redskins and Dolphins only had one receiver at the 49th. Paul Richardson so. and Kenny Stills. <laughs> Explosive. Uh, yeah, that's a tough spot. You think about those teams and why they might be, be struggling. You, you look at their receiving core. I mean, people need to be more like the Steelers and just find guys out of nowhere to be dynamite. <laughs> like even yeah. Connor. Yeah, I don't know why. They do it with running backs apparently too. I was just like ridiculous. a few minutes ago that uh, at this point in the season – James Conner had more receiving yards than Bell did last year. Yeah, yeah they, I mean James Conner has been a been a monster for him. Yeah, he's averaging more rush, more yards per carry. He has more receiving yards and more receive, uh, yards per reception. So Alex, right now uh, you can have on your team either Le'Veon Bell and he's actually playing, or Saquon Barkley. Who do you take? You're saying for the future or just for this season? Uh, the next couple of years, not like like two or three, where they're all still going to be in their like kind of prime sort of thing. Like the next two, three years, don't worry about contract, just skill. Who'd you rather have, Le'Veon Bell or Saquon Easy? Saquon Easy over Bell? Yeah, I mean Bell's had the had so many carries, you don't know if he's going to fall off. I mean Saquon could easily be I, okay. Just um, don't don't okay. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe you asked the wrong way, but just talent wise, say Bell doesn't drop off. And Saquon is what we've seen. Sort of thing. Who, who are you taking? Bell is best for Saquon. Well, if you're asking who's more talented, I still think Saquon's more talented. I mean, uh, you've seen it with Bell is the a little bit more, which is the good part. Uh, something you can hang your hat on. But I still think I take the upside of Saquon. He's more, a more explosive player, at least. Um, uh, maybe not quite as uh, if, if I'm taking like one of them in their prime, I would probably take Bell just because I know more what I'm getting. Oh, he folded on himself. I, I think Saquon's a better player too, but we'll prove it over the years. But it's tough when you have Bell, who was and still is a great player uh, and done so many things. It's tough to discount that. But what do you say, Drew? Uh, on the topic of Bell, Alex, what do you think about the Steelers trading Le'Veon for Patrick Peterson? I think the Steelers would get a steal there. That, that, That'd be pretty I amazing. Don't be so happy. Yeah, I'll be absurd. That would be so awesome. We need to say we need we need defense <laughs> so bad. Yeah, that'd be nuts. That'd be good if they could somehow Jedi mind trick that into existence. Uh, well. Yeah, why don't they just train it for Tom Brady? <laughs> and so then they can bench that'd Tom be Brady, better. and that's their whole job. Oh, that would be better. <laughs> much better. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that's good stuff. No, I, I appreciate you making that list of the receivers. We'll have to get that thrown up on Pro Football Jokes if it's not already. And uh, feel free to comment, edit, tweet at. Um, so we can hear your comments. Did we do we place people in the wrong areas? Is is somebody too low, too high, not on there? Please uh, let us know what you think. Absolutely. Uh, but I think it is time for uh, a very uh, very cool segment that we appreciate. That happens every time, and it's uh, time for the uh, chop chopping block. You ready for it, screw? Yeah, I'm ready. Welcome to the chopping. Welcome to the next installment of the chopping block with Screw. Nothing has changed. I was pretty lazy this week, except we're going to focus on questions about this year. So we're going to start 
We're first. We are going with 3220, the man, the myth, the legend. Jump, jump. How you doing today? Oh man, I'm great. I'm ready to be here on the chopping block. B- yeah. Defeat Alex once again. Very excited about it. By the way, how's that article about a certain LA Rams defensive lineman going? Uh, who? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, staying on the topic of the Rams, uh, who is their leading receiver this year? Robert Woods or Brandon Cook? Leading receiver in terms of just yards. Yes. Uh, would that be Robert Woods? It would be Robert Woods has 524. Brandon Cooks has 500. Ooh, look at that. Look at me go. Want to know, Alex, if you're on the pressure? Yes, very. You're about to be chopped. Very nervous. All right. Uh, Alex, I know the topic of this week is things that happened this year, but I'm just going to give you <laughs> really hard questions for this one. So, how is it possible for a score of a game to end 6-1? to one? Um. You can uh, the one team can score a touchdown and then get the get the other team can get the one point safety on the point after if they uh, the other team returns it out of the end zone goes back in the end zone and gets tackled in there. That is correct. All right, back to jump. So this is tied one to one. Pressure's leaning on Jack now. Uh, who is the leading passer currently in the NFL? Ben Roethlisberger, Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Uh, passing yards? Yes. Um, ben Roethlisberger? It is Ben Roethlisberger. <sighs> Jack is up 2-1. Two, two, and that's I, all the time we have. I'll actually keep you on topic for this question. I want you to rank these receivers in order from yards this season. Juju Smith-Schuster, Robert Woods, Tyreek Hill. I would guess uh, Juju, Robert Woods, Tyreek Hill. Incorrect. 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 Tyreek really? Hill is number one. Juju is second. Robert Woods. Yeah, Tyreek Hill just had all those yards. Yeah. Yeah, he's I had like he's an eight yard touchdown. Some long plays. I did have a trouble. had a huge game on Sunday, which uh, must have been over. Yeah. Perhaps should have used those context yeah. clues. So he gets three so, incorrect answers because of that. So nice. Alex is one and three. That's pretty brutal, dude. Yeah, Sorry about like, it. That's also crazy. All right. All right. Two to one. Jack has a good chance to take a strong lead here. All right. This, these questions are going to be about your favorite team. All right. Sounds good. All right, Jack. I hope you've been watching your favorite team, the Detroit Lions. When you think of the Lions, you obviously think defense. So who is the leading Detroit Lions who is leading the Detroit Lions in tackles this season? Oh, man, that's a good question, and I'm probably going to be wrong, but I'm going to go with our linebacker, Davis. It is Jared Davis. Oh, look at that. 26 tackles this season. Uh-oh. Fantastic. Alex is getting nervous. I can feel it. I, I'm going to give you a similar question. Alex, who is the leading tackler on the Redskins this season? Zach Brown or you Mason actually Wait, Boston? you give him people? I just had to pick them the whole team. <laughs> True. Well. The fact fact that you're giving me the the options makes me kind of think it's Mason Foster, but uh, (laughs) all right, I'll go Mason Foster. It's Mason Foster. I would have gone gone Zach Brown if you hadn't said that. Oh, like I just. It, w- it wasn't like a thing. I just, for some reason, gave you options and didn't give Jack options. Okay. I don't know why I did that. I was writing it up. All right. There wasn't any intention. I'm trying to sway to you one way or the other. All right. 
right, I'll give you guys Reeb's questions since he's. Oh, here. great! I know so much so, about the Bengals. Uh, so, Jack, I'm just gonna have you impersonate Reeb for this one, because. All right. So, we got the one whose name origin we are still unsure. Reeb, how's it going, Reeb? Do you have a fun time watching football this week? <laughs> Good impression, Jack. <laughs> Hey, I'm Reeb. I want football so much fun. I don't get paid. I am failing at my Reeb impersonation, but I'm going to go ahead and assume that he had a blast watching football this week. He thought it was officiated fairly, great times, and uh, is a good sport about the results. Yes, especially about the Steelers-Bengals. <laughs> sure, he's pumped. All right. Well, I hope you paid attention to the scores this week. Can you name an exact score of one game from this week? Can you name an exact score from any game this week? That was Reeb's question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's see. I'll go with the Patriots against the Chiefs, where Patriots won 43-40. to 40. Yes, they did. Yes. Sweet. I'll give Alex next two in hopes that he can tie, because we know <laughs> T- everyone loves Ties are so much fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, who is leading the the league in receiving yards this season? Ooh, uh, Julio Jones. Uh, it is not. I think it's Ooh, Did Adam Thielen pass him? Really? Yep, seven twelve. Yeah. So I gave you a chance six, to come six, back, Alex. Six one hundred games. And, didn't even give me and you did all the research on these wide so. receivers, Alex. And you've missed two wide receiver <laughs> questions. Everybody, don't read the article on Pro Football Jokes. We're embarrassed. We'll get we'll get a better one up there soon. All right, I'll give uh, I'll give Jack this one. Oh, taken away from Alex. Anymore. Yeah, he let me down. All right, who is the most penalized? Oh, this was a good. This was a great question. Uh, Reeve, I know you're a big fan of the refs, especially during the Bengals game. <laughs> but who is the most penalized player on the Bengals this season? Uh, my just immediate thought is uh, Vontez Perfect. It is. Is it actually? No, it's not. Oh, bad. dang it. That's no, the four game suspension. That would just be amazing. I, I don't know. I haven't watched enough of their games closely enough to be counting their penalties. So that's that one. Alex, uh, do you want to venture, I guess? Sure, why I'll not? I'll give you a hint. It's uh, an offensive oh, line. That, I, I kind of assumed it was an offensive line. But that's I, embarrassing. I, I guess I'd go... Um, yeah, I'll go... I'll go with Trey Hopkins. It was Alex Redmond. Oh, man, we suck. Sorry we didn't know all the offensive linemen penalties fans. We will uh, figure that one out. I'll make sure to study that tape uh, this week. Ah, oh, man, it so feels, feels good. Alex, I, I, when I was doing some uh, research for some questions, I found an interesting statistic that the Redskins have the least – or their kicker has the least yards per punt in the league. I don't really know how to make a question about that, but I thought it was a statistic to share with you. Yikes, Alex! How do you how do, how do you respond to hearing the news about your your punter was just called out on air? How do you feel? Well, it's just because we never have to punt, or it's too good. Well, it was average punt, so yeah. it wasn't like his. He had the one punt that we punted from the one yard line because we didn't feel like he was good for Oh man, he had a forty-two yard punt from the one yard. Line. <laughs> It's impressive. Oh, that is it for the chopping block. Mm-hmm. Jack has won this week, surprisingly. So Jack oh, feels is great. The new, uh, he is officially chopped for the next week. Thanks, man. 
I feel good. Week. Unlike Alex, man, that sucks. Alex, sorry to hear about it. Uh, but nah, because I'm chopped, I get to go ahead and pick the game that we're going to break down here for a minute uh, before our finally, final overreactions for the week. But uh, before we get to that, I'm very excited for this Sunday at 4.05. We have a big showdown between Drew Brees and his Saints going against the great Joe Flacco and the Baltimore Ravens. So, Alex, I'll give you your first chance what to watch for in that game. Uh, I don't know, see how the Saints uh, battle this great Ravens defense. I don't know that it's really that great, but to say uh, they're going to go outdoors, they're, you know, people that criticize the Saints, you know, can they be as good outdoors? Uh, and I think the key is Mark Ingram. Can they ride him in the in the elements? I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea what the weather is going to be during this game. But um, regardless, I think they, they want to ride that running game a little bit more rather than have Drew Brees just sling it around, uh, you know, down the stretch. Um, and the other thing is that the other receivers, other than Michael Thomas, how will they step up? Uh, Traquan Smith had a huge game uh, against some team that I don't remember. Um, and uh, he, Cameron Meredith has made a few plays. Um, so, you know, if they get more integrated in this offense, that then Ted, could, Ted Ginn comes back too. Like this could be the best offense in the league. Mm. That includes the Chiefs and Rams. Dang, uh, it's tough to think that anybody's going to be better than those those two, but the Saints do have that many kind of weapons when you start looking around at all the things that Drew Brees has. Yeah, I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to see the running game from the Saints uh, in this one. How do they actually want to attack the Ravens? Will Kamara get a few more touches? I think they need to get him more touches just because he has such upside uh, explosion potential every time he touches the ball. Uh, but Drew, what are you looking at, looking forward to in the Saints-Ravens uh, game? Um, I'm looking to see how well the the Ravens defense is just able to contain the Saints offense. The Saints offense is so good, and the Ravens defense is so good. I really like high-powered offenses versus really strong defense. But I just think those are some of the most exciting. But uh, I'm really just, I'm looking to see how the Ravens run the ball as well, because being able to control a lot of the clock against a team that really wants the ball and to score a lot is pretty important. So I'm curious to see how they do. Yeah, I mean, the the Ravens actually have had a pretty good offense this year, too, which is just kind of nuts. I mean, everybody kind of thought Joe Flacco was done. I think their pick of, um, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Lamar Jackson kind of lit a fire there for Joe Flacco and gave him a little extra motivation to really be pushing the ball this season uh, and, and getting a lot of a lot of things done. Uh, but yeah, do you think uh, the Saints will be able to stop the Ravens attack, Alex? I mean, the Ravens' offense has been pretty good for the most part this year. Uh, they have had a few hiccups, um, but I, 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 the Saints' defense seems to be improving a little bit. I think the Ravens will will get their points, um, but to me, at the end of the day, I think the Saints will outscore them. I think, I think the Saints' defense will gradually improve as the season moves on. And I mean, they're they're riding their offense. That's the strength of this team for sure. But I, I don't think the Saints defense will be as terrible as it looked those first couple, first first week or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually believe in this Saints team. I think they're a little bit more complete than uh, what people give them credit for. Uh, and Drew Brees legitimately has a, has a pretty good shot. And a fun tidbit about this game is if uh, Drew Brees wins, he will then have beaten every single team in the NFL. He'll be the third quarterback to do so. Uh, so do you think he's going to get it? Is he going to break another record this week? Um, 
I, I think I, I'd pick the Saints to win it. I think they're the better team. I think the Ravens' defense is good, but I think they've succeeded against some lesser competition. That, I mean, the Bengals ripped them up on Thursday night. I, I don't think they can withstand the Saints' attack. How about you, Drew? Who are you picking in this game? Um, I'm going to – actually, don't even remember who I picked in the pick I think I'm going to go with the – Ravens. I think the Ravens are really good at controlling the clock, and their defense is super strong, and I think it's going to keep the Saints off the field for long enough to win. Bold. I'm with uh, Alex, and I'm putting uh, my uh, money on the Saints to win this game. I'm, I'm with Alex. I think the Ravens um, have just they've, – they've looked good. Harbaugh's a good coach. They're better. They're feisty this year, but I don't think they're really a championship-level team, uh, and so I, I really think the Saints are going to go ahead and uh, take this one, but it's going to be a fun weekend of football. That's a great game, of course. The New England-Chicago game is going to be fun. Uh, looking around, I think even uh, the Panthers and, and Philly will be an interesting one. Uh, Cincinnati-KC, there's a lot of good football. So basically our, our analysis is to watch football, read pro football jokes, and have a good time with all of that. Uh, but uh, as we are kind of getting towards the end of our podcast here, I always loved and with a great overreaction. So week six, we saw some things that we may not have expected. Uh, but what are our overreactions from something we saw this week? Uh, so Alex, what is your overreaction from week six? So my overreaction is actually kind of what happened after week six, uh, that the Bills are going to start Derek Anderson this week. And my overreaction is that Derek Anderson will be the best Bills quarterback that they've had this year. <laughs> He's, which I guess is an overreaction. But he just got there two weeks ago. So um, I think he'll still be the best performance. I mean, he's a veteran guy. He's always been solid when he's had to step in in Carolina, had a, had a good year early on in his career in Cleveland, and that was pretty much it. But – I still think, you know, as a veteran, he can step in and make enough plays. And the Bills' defense has been has been great since ever since Vontae Davis retired. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, so that'll be interesting to see if they have their new quarterback going forward. And Drew, do you have an overreaction from something that you saw in Week Six? Um, I think the Chargers are going to be the number one seat in the AFC. Ooh, wow. I, think they, I, I like that uh, a lot. That's actually bold and an overreaction. Well yeah. done, Drew. You actually did this. You got to teach. Yeah. You got to teach our unpaid intern how to make an overreaction. Yeah, it's, you gotta let every. You got to let someone else go before you, and then just look through. <laughs> yeah. make an, then make an overreaction. That's the trick. That's the trick. Just to look at it. Oh, excellent, excellent. And of course, let's see my overreaction. There are a lot of things that I wanted to react to last uh, last week. Uh, after the first half of the Patriots game, my overreaction was uh, Patrick Mahomes might not have it. Uh, and then I quickly <laughs> had to not make that overreaction because he's a pretty good uh, football player. Um, but I will go ahead and uh, for my overreaction, I'm going to say that uh, Jason Garrett and the Dallas Cowboys are a little dangerous. Uh, so I think that they are actually going to make some noise and be a good team and compete for that division. They, uh, they, they've got it. Dallas is ready to go. Until they get smacked by the Redskins. <laughs> I know. I, pick, I did pick the Redskins in the pick but I do, I do actually think the Cowboys have a good chance to be a good team. So that's my overreaction for the week. You also picked the Saints in the pick so – yeah, <laughs> I'm flip floppy sometimes. Hey, there we go. Uh, if you read the pick um, and listen to this, you get bonus content where we just cover all our sides. So we're never wrong. Exactly. <laughs> um. I have a little thing to ask both of you before we uh, end this podcast, but I saw a cool little thing. 
that Aaron Rodgers has never lost to the Patriots or the Rams, and those are the next two games in the Packers' schedule. Do you think he wins either of those games? I do not. No. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for him to no longer have the record. Uh, I think what Aaron Rodgers might do is lose to the Patriots and not play against the Rams. So he might keep that Rams record. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, but Oren Burks, when you're listening to this podcast, we believe in you. We want you to make some cool tackles. How awesome would it be to have you sack Tom Brady and we get to say something like that happens. So please, please make some noise. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. His first tackle was Adrian Peterson. How ridiculously cool is that? Good times. And uh, I guess that is going to do it for this edition of the Pro Football Jokes podcast at lunch here. I appreciate everybody listening. Unfortunately, we didn't make it uncomfortable. But uh, this has been a great time. Thank you, Alex, for being on the show. Thank you, Drew. And uh, we will be back next week with some more pro football jokes.